Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a paid program. The views or claims made are not necessarily those of WILK staff, management, or sponsors. It's time for Laurie and Lynn. Local talk to start your weekend right. And now, Laurie and Lynn on WILK. Good morning. Good morning. How are you doing today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fine. I'm, um... I'm very happy that we have some loosening of the restrictions. As uh, you and I were just talking about offline, uh, about the fact that restaurants are now beginning to open with their outdoor uh, situations, which is wonderful because that's where most of us really enjoy the dining and what they call al fresco. Um, and, and it should be something nice. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. I, I, I've always, I mean, that's always so much fun in the, when it, in the nice weather to be outside and, you know, like whether you're on your own porch or deck or at a restaurant, outdoor space, it's really nice. I mean, we, as you know, we're very fond of the Russell's outdoor atmosphere and the music that we, we go yeah. to all the time. And, of course, Russell used to do twice a week with, or twice or three times a week with music. Um, I don't know what's going to happen this year. And he does have space, but he's, you know, he's, who knows what's going to go on. I'm sure there's, you know, they'll be able to do something at a social distance because they, you know, people want to get out. It's tis the season. You know, they they want to do it. Mm -hmm. So. That's good. We'll see. Yeah. But but as I said to you, I, I got the information about Settlers Inn, and I thought, oh, yay, their back porch. People can actually start going out there. I called to try to make a reservation, and they were booked solid. Because as I realized, in order for them to uh, follow the CDC requirements, um, you have to have six feet between the tables. And so uh, if you've only, if you only had room on the back porch for about 12 tables, you've now cut down to six. To six. The probability of you, you're being able to get a, a reservation has also decreased dramatically. So when I right. called uh, today, 
we're taping on Thursday for Saturday night uh, at 5.30 or 9 o'clock. That was the only option. And I said, nah, we'll just pass. So, yeah. whatever. Wow. That's well, how it goes. It'll be, it will be sooner than we know it. It, it will, um, that's not going to change though. I mean, it, it's just going to be like that. I think this summer is going to be a lot of continued cooking and grilling and entertaining from people's homes, which isn't a bad idea, actually. No, it's not. Because, you, know, you know, it's always nice, Lynn, it's much, I think you can do this much like you do holidays is if, if every your friends take turns on going to your home I mean of course always mm -hmm. the person who's doing the entertaining there's more work on but if everybody bought brought their favorite dish with them mm -hmm. you know and everybody took it and so then the host only had to do one or two things plus whatever they needed to do for the yard or whatever I think it would be they're they're really nice things to do moving forward and I think that'll Really, um, you're going to see a lot more of that this year than you did be just because of the restrictions that are on these restaurants to comply with the CDC regs. Um, it's going to be hard. I mean, that's not going to change for a long time. So um, I think you're going to see a lot more home entertaining and outside. And I mean, I, I kind of like that anyway, but I, I will take full advantage when I can getting to some of these our favorites outdoors because there's nothing like being outside and having a nice dinner right a drink or totally whatever agree. So. Mm -hmm. and um the other nice thing i guess is that um our boat is in the water so we know that you know that's part of it of the usual routine of summer um is is something that is going to continue um, I will have to enforce social distancing on the boat. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah, can I ask you, are you going to tell the spiders that? Yes, I've given them very specific information. <laughs> I wanted them social Listen, I wanted them social distance from me even before this was a necessity. Okay? I know. <laughs> God. Yes, I know. When I went down there and put on uh, one of the ropes on the side of the of the boat and connected to one of the posts on the finger, there was a lovely looking spider there. And yeah. I actually took a picture. I took a picture of him or her. Oh no! And I, that's the first thing I thought of when I when I saw it. I thought about you when I said, "Uh oh, yep. you better run, Bozo." <laughs> that's right. Oh, well, Lynn, you're not going to tell me that spider that flew on me was the size of a half dollar. <laughs> yes, it, it was, was horrible. Oh, my yes, God. It was horrible. <laughs> that was not fun. Very scary. Scary. But anyway, um, uh, so a couple shout outs. Yes. Yeah. Go right ahead. You want to give a big shout out to our friend. Um, he's not our. I shouldn't say he's my friend. He's not. But we always call people who are listeners of our show friends. We we'll like to say that. And so there's a gentleman who is a neighbor of Miss Katie Gilmartin, 
and he uh, mentioned to her that we were talking about uh, Nada and company and pillows and all this one wonderful stuff that they have. And um, he said that he listens all the time. So I asked Nada and Katie what his name was, and she said his name was Ron Scott. So we want to give a big shout-out to Mr. Ron Scott and thank him for listening to us. We love that. Okay. You have some shout-out, too, Scott. don't you? Oh, I have a big one. Yes. Last Uh-oh. Saturday evening, afternoon, I should say. It was early afternoon. I attended my first Zoom wedding. And yeah. so I had my <laughs> I had my iPad jacked up on a, I guess it was three telephone books from 2008 <laughs> and 9. <laughs> Tells you how long ago it's been since people had telephone books. But I had them all jacked up there, and uh, we watched, Patrick and I watched my niece, Mara Gilbert, marry Kevin Dubois, and um, the wedding was actually in their apartment in New Jersey. And they had uh, a, a lo- lovely round table with uh, draped with a beautiful tablecloth type thing. She had small votive candles and strings of white lights. And then she had behind it all white filmy curtains. And that's where they actually spoke their vows. And the minister was in his living room in Philadelphia. And all of us, there were, I think, about a hundred and some people that showed up in the rooms, the so-called rooms, in in Zoom. So the whole wedding thing happened about 20 minutes, and then we were told that we would get an invitation by email that we were to uh, attend another meeting, which would be uh, at. 2.30 for half an hour for our side of the family to meet with the bride and groom and then at, at on the hour another room was opened and they were to meet for the reception with Kevin's side of the family. <laughs> it was most bizarre but um, you know it was just great news all, all good stuff and um, we discovered that uh, that they are leaving there and they are moving July 1st. They're moving to Philadelphia and they will be living where my mom used to live. So uh, that was it. It just, it was a great time. Really, really enjoyed it. It was fun to see it and to see all my family who I haven't seen in a long time either. So, you know, it's, it was nice. It was different. And what did she wear, Lynn? What did she wear? She had a, a white uh, street-length dress that had uh, a, a really nice lace bodice, and, and it went out. It's A-line kind of dress. And it went out to three-quarter length sleeves, and the sleeves were, uh, I forget what they call them, but they're kind of open, big sleeves. And uh, they had lace all over them. And she had a headband of white flowers. And he wore a suit with a uh-huh. boutonniere. 
and his his uh, I guess his brother-in-law was able to work this out that he read a passage from the Bible as part of the ceremony and that was about it that was it was the two of them um, his brother-in-law and the minister who were actually part so they of the don't, ceremony they don't need a witness or or i guess all of you are considered witness. how does that work i don't know I, I don't know how that went but you know they had the license it was issued um in berks county pennsylvania i guess they found that there was someone uh who would do that online and they appeared before them in zoom and that was legit so uh, they got their license, and Mara said they're still planning on having a wedding next year. I was just going to ask you, is that going to happen? Yeah. She has a spectacular wedding dress that she just really wanted to wear, but, you know, that didn't work out because COVID-19 came along, and they didn't know what was going to happen as far as um, the availability of the venue and so they opted to just do it themselves. But they will do something big next year. I think it's great. I think that's cool. The, mm-hmm. the things that are happening, <laughs> you know, in ways to make things work, it's really neat that everybody is working around these things. I love so. the fact that people are getting so creative, you know, and doing uh-huh. things that they had never done before. And right. it's a... It's experimental for a lot of people, and I even know that uh, I've been talking to clients on Zoom, and these are people that uh, never really paid much attention to it before, but the more you work with it, the more you, the more skilled you become with it, and, uh, you know, able to uh, share a screen and, and put some PowerPoint slides and stuff up for people to see. It's just been really cool. I really like yeah, it. Yeah, and I think it's going to be, I think it's going to just be getting better and better and more and more used as we go through. And I think it's going to be you more know? and more disruptive to commercial real estate because people are realizing they don't need offices. No doubt. So we'll see. We'll see how that all shakes out. Should be interesting. Yeah. Well, um, I... Any other shout-outs? No, I mean, shout-out to everybody, right? Everyone who listens. Keep on listening. That's what I say. Keep on. (laughs) We need it. Keep on keeping on. Yeah. Keeping on. Yep. That's how it works. We're going to take a quick break. Yep. And we will be right back. You're listening to The Laurie and Lynn Show. It's Saturday morning with Laurie and Lynn. Now, back to Laurie and Lynn. Well, we're back. My name is Lynn Evans. I am the Managing Director and Financial Planner with Women of Substance, LLC. That's a financial planning firm devoted specifically to the needs of baby boomer women. I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse, and that's available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. 
So did you get your refund? I Not did. refund, I'm sorry. The stimulus, the stimulus payment. I did. And, and how did you get it? What format was in it? In the mail. In the mail. A check? Yep, a check. Okay. Well, I... I understand that we are getting the same. Uh, it's at the post office. I guess I haven't gotten there yet. But I've had some clients and some people who have told me that they got their stimulus cash in a Visa debit card. Have you heard of that? Uh, nope. Okay. Nope. So I had a client who called me and said, um, I got this this." debit card and i don't know if it's legit i don't know if i should cash it um or you know use it well i went online and took a look at this and usa today published an article um i'm going to say it was probably about a week ago when people were saying that they were getting these debit cards and wondered if it was a scam and so um looking at it it says that the irs uh it says pay attention if you get a plain envelope in the mail that's marked money network cardholder services it is not a scam it's real stimulus cash the envelope contains a prepaid debit card that's loaded with your stimulus payment do not throw out this envelope or toss aside this card as it can contain up to twelve hundred dollars for single taxpayers so I asked the client to make a copy of it, scan it, and show me the front and the back. And sure enough, it's exactly the one that this is talking about. It's issued by um, a company called Meta, M-E-T-A, Meta Bank. And so it, it, is, it is something that you can use for the purpose of in any way you want you can use it as a debit card so you can use it for services or for any products uh, you can actually have a way of having it directly deposited from the debit card into your checking account and you can use some of it or all of it the same way so the IRS is noted previously that it will not send an, ec an economic impact payment to an account used to make a payment to the IRS. If the IRS doesn't have direct deposit bank information for someone, their payment will be mailed to the address the IRS has on file. The determination of which taxpayers received a debit card was made by the Bureau of Fiscal Service a part of the Treasury Department that works with the IRS to handle distribution of the payments. If you do get a debit card, you can avoid any fees with several types of transactions, including making purchases online or at any retail location where Visa is accepted, getting cash from in-network ATMs. You could trigger a fee if you go to the wrong ATM transferring funds to your personal bank account and checking your card balance online by mobile app or by phone. The IRS noted that the free prepaid card provides consumer protections available to traditional bank account owners, including protection against fraud, loss, and other errors. The Visa debit cards 
do not charge any monthly fees or fees if the card is not used for a length of time. Also, your money does not expire on the cards. So I say that so people understand that it is legit and don't toss it or think that it's a scam because it really is your payment. The thing is that nobody knew that this was coming out. No one from the IRS ever said they were sending out your uh, stimulus payments by using debit cards, which was, I think, a huge mistake communication-wise. I don't understand why they didn't do that because I think most people were expecting either a direct deposit into your checking account if you used your checking account to pay tax money or taxes due, or you got a check. That was it. Nobody said anything about these debit cards. So I think what's happened is a lot of people, <laughs> I saw some of this, they, they called the IRS the Treasury Department because they either shredded it or got rid of it. But it was a scam. Because that's what I'm saying. Nobody said anything that this is something you could expect. But Lynn, so anyway. <clears throat> okay, but let me ask this. Yeah. When merchants accept credit cards, um, and I don't know, or debit, I should say. Yeah. Don't they have to pay a higher fee for the use of that, or is it be, or is it only a major credit card and not a? Is this? Did you say it's a debit card? It's a debit card. Yes. Okay, so maybe they don't. But like, wouldn't that? Isn't that kind of stupid? If in fact they are end up paying more to do that, because you know how you use a credit card, the merchant has to pay a membership service fee to the credit card company. So yes. I don't and, know that they have they, to do that if it's a debit. I don't know that. They do. They do. Do they? And that's why, yeah. Uh, but I don't know if these particular ones um, are coded so that there is no fee to the merchant. They, they could be. because. Well, the, I would assume that would, is, be, that would hope that's the case. Yeah, exactly, because this is supposed to stimulate your purchasing of products. And if it means that it's a, it's, it's a cost to the, the new the businesses, then that kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah. Anyway. So, so, it, so why didn't they, I mean, they talked enough about this. Why didn't they bring this up to people? I don't know. The Consumer Financial oh Protection God. Bureau offer some suggestions for consumers who may have received these Visa debit cards and then pitch the plastic cards for some reason. If you think you've misplaced your card, you can go to this place called EIP as in Peter, card.com and lock your card to prevent unauthorized transactions or ATMs while you look for it. And then if you can't find it, you can report it immediately to, there's an 800 number, 240-8100, and it's 240-8100, and your card will be deactivated. Now, here's the part that I think is really raunchy. There's a $7.50 fee to order a new replacement card, and $17 <laughs> if you need it expedited overnight. Oh, my God. Now that's the U.S. government for us, you know. I mean, they, oh they really, God. 
really blew it on this one. They never told anybody that this was an option. So I don't know how this is going to all shake out, but I just want to make sure people who are listening know that that is not a scam. And if you've tossed it, you need to go and get a new one. There was a woman who complained about it in one of the comments on this article and said that she was on hold for something like six hours. Yeah. Just trying to get through because everybody was doing the same. Well, I was just going to say, now it's just increased the... um, you know the the what's the word I'm looking for the the backload of phone calls now have to be ridiculous yeah. because it already was backlog. I mean, of of all of these things, it it's it everybody's saying it's taken forever for everything. Yeah. You know the unemployment, yeah. everything. So now I think that that's just plain stupidity. Who was behind that mastermind? Oh my God! Don't know. Don't know, but it was really dumb that it was not communicated to the general public. I mean, anywhere from, you know, the news, the newspapers, anywhere online, nothing. There was no no word about it. People started getting these. I think it was May 17th they said they started sending them out. It's ridiculous. Unbelievable. But anyway. Unbelievable. I I also went to that line and said that I was looking, not the line, I was looking for the uh, the website on the irs.gov, and it says there's a bunch of boxes right there, you know, where's my payment or whatever it is. You click on that, and you have to put in your name, uh, your social security number, and your filing status. And if you got a refund last year, you have to put the amount in so that they know it's you. Well, I did that four times. I put in exactly the amount that was on the refund. Of course, the refund was then used towards next year's taxes, but it's still the refund, and they kept telling me the information is incorrect. (laughs) (laughs) So if you did not get the check yet, or your debit card, that's a place to go to, irs.gov, and right on the front page of that website, they'll tell you some of the stuff that's, that you need to do in order to find out where your money is. You know, show me the money. Do you think, do you think they're going to give another check? I don't know. I don't What's know your what gut do. My gut thing is to say yes. I think they will because I think that this went on longer than people expected and I think there's way too many um, businesses that have suffered if not gone out of business. Um, And speaking of that, did you notice that the uh, Terra Freda Prime is gone? I did. I did see that. Yes. 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 Sad. Very sad. That was a big Um, lunch business. Big lunch business. Mm-hmm. And also the evenings, too. But, you know, like he said in the newspaper article, it's too hard to try to um, do delivery on a steak. You know, if it, if it comes out exactly where it is and where you want it, and That's then it's correct. In, a, in a box for a while, uh, it's not the way you wanted it. So, right. I don't know. Right. It's sad. It is sad. But, but I'm sure there's others that are going to be going out of business as well. Yeah. We hope not. I, I don't know. No. I keep getting phone calls from our friend Joanne at uh, Sanderson State Street. 
telling me that, you know, just in case I didn't know, your appointment is canceled for this week. Yeah. I said, she you don't need to keep making the calls, Joanne. Just tell me when it's when it's ready to to roll. When I know, kind of right? But I think it's I think it's her good way of <clears throat> keeping in touch with everybody, you know? <clears throat> and that's good. That's fair. Yeah. That works. Yeah, she's she's a sweetheart. So but I yeah. mean we just just keep thinking, you know, good thoughts, pushing it out. So continue to support as many people as you can and um everybody will get through it but anyway um all right well let's uh end for now we have our wonderful next uh, wonderful guest expert coming up next miss leah jenicopoulos with era real estate and realty and we will be right back uh stay tuned you're listening to laurie lynn show it's saturday morning with laurie and lynn now back to laurie and lynn Well, we're back. My name is Lynn Evans. I am the Managing Director and Financial Planner with Women of Substance, LLC. That's a financial planning firm devoted specifically to the planning needs of baby boomer women. I'm also the host of a podcast called Power of the Purse. That's available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. And I'm Laurie Cadden, the owner of Laurie Cadden Enterprises, which is a fundraising PR and special event business. And with us today is our guest expert, Ms. Leah Jenicopoulos, who is new business development director. I probably added a name or two <laughs> to um, right. ERA One Source. And we have ERA has 10 um, or 100 agents and seven offices in 10 counties. Welcome, Leah. Hi. Well, hi. Is, uh, Are you happy as a as a clam? <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes, I think we're all like kids on Christmas, but it just happened out of nowhere. So it's been crazy, but it's been awesome. It is like the best time to be a realtor right now, and I have to say it's great with seeing people still wanting to move forward. And then Forbes released an article that said as 2020 continues to rev up. The one thing that is definitely going to excel this year is going to be the housing market. So that was a great statement Yay. that was released yesterday. And then we had a conference call with our Zillow reps last week, and they said that nationwide residential real estate is on an upswing. So it is still the time to buy. The rates dropped this week, so the rates are so low again. And, and it really is just an awesome time. But the problem is there's not enough inventory. So before all this oh. happened, as you know, we had a conversation um, a couple months ago, right before, I think it was the pandemic we were talking, and we didn't have enough inventory then. Well, now we have mm-hmm. a million people ready to go, ready to buy. And I think it was definitely what we had that one conversation when you were sitting in your house or apartment and you were like just over it. So I think a lot of people have the time to get their houses ready or we're over being where they're at. So they're looking for a new location and we have so many buyers, but we're in such high demand for inventory and needing new listings. It's it's crazy it's, and it's everywhere. It's not just in certain areas. Certain areas is Clark Summit, Waverly, Dunmore. They are going really fast, like not lasting. 
and uh, but everywhere overall is just it's it's great and I'm I'm so excited that I'm in this industry and that I'm part of it right now because it's just it's it's exploding with awesome energy you know and I think too ERA has been doing an awesome part of making sure we're staying ahead of everything and on top of everything taking temperatures hand sanitizers we have safety kits for all of our agents and our clients we're giving out masks we have the Clorox wipes we have the Lysol wipes we have the booties we have everything you need to make sure you're seeing a house safely and that we're lifting your house safely which I think is a big deal too because there's still a big concern out there right now so I think if we can reassure them from the beginning we're taking all necessary precautions I think that's really going to keep every buyer and seller like their minds at ease. I so. think it's great. I've watched the activity here in the Poconos and just watched the number of people that are interested in buying homes. Uh, and, and for a lot of these people, these are still considered to be second homes and yeah, they're still definitely. interested. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah and God, can you explain a little um, to when you you can add, you can say go to your next thought? But would you also explain how these precautions are being like what they're actually doing so that people know they're they're safe? Um, both the people the clients were taking out to see and the people that have the oh, the listing agents. And I know we just kind of swept over that, like we have this, this in place, but could you be a little more Absolutely. specific as to what the requirements of agents are now going sure. forward? So on our own initiative, ERA One Source Realty, we took it upon ourselves to get nice black branded masks. So they're black and white, so they don't get dirty. They're really nice and they're, you can breathe comfortably to them, but they're doing the job. So we supplied all of our agents and we have a ton of masks if anyone needs them on hand. So we're giving those out. We're sanitizing the listing. We're asking our agents to get there beforehand to sanitize the listing, you know, turn the uh, lights on, get the closets open. So it's just less hand touching all over. And then also on top of that, we have several forms we're filling out with our clients for both buyer and seller before you're going to a home. We want to make sure you know that you're not have exposed, you haven't been exposed to COVID or you're, you don't have it, you don't have a temperature. So we're taking the safety of both buyers and sellers and all of our clients very seriously. And we're having everyone sign off on forms. We're letting them know we're accessing their house. It's, it's a little bit more of a vigorous process right now to go through it, but it's protecting and ensuring the client's safety and that we're able to keep track and, you know, make sure we're keeping a hold of it. Right now, too, they don't want any more than three people in a home, so it'll be the realtor and two other people at a time. They don't want mm -hmm. this to be, you know, overcrowded with people, and I understand that keeping social distancing to be still a thing. And that's been really important as well. Um, also, like I said, the sanitizing part is really, really, really important too. You know, we want to make sure we're wiping down before and after all showing, hand sanitizing upon entry when we're leaving. So it's still following the CDC guidelines, but we're still out there doing our job, which I think is the best part about it, that we're able to go back to showing. So it was two weeks Tuesday that we were yeah, able to go back into the field, mm -hmm. which was really nice. Yeah, Leah, I Leah, think people the... are... Go ahead, Lynn. 
what's been the average uh, sales price in our northeastern Pennsylvania area? Are we looking at two fifty or? No, it's still that one eighty five to two fifty. Okay, that's our average sweet spot, and those are the houses that are going within a day, within an hour, actually. The last couple of days, okay. it's been happening. I mean, within we're in an hour. Um, Mm-hmm. I, there was a particular house my clients had interest in and done more. Had made the appointment 8.30 in the morning to get in for 4 o'clock. And by 11.30, it was off the market, over asking price, done. Wow. So we're, we're seeing that a lot. Um, also, I touched before that the interest rates have been so low. And with that being a thing, I had a couple that was relocating up here for a job that they're going to take for the next three years. And then they'll be relocating again. And with that being said, they were just going to rent like a nicer condo or townhouse so they didn't have to go through the process of renting. And they called their bank, and their bank gave them an interest rate. And he was like, I don't care. I can use this as an investment. I have to buy. He's like, I will be kicking myself if I don't buy because these rates are too good. He's like, it's almost free money. And I think a lot of people are seeing that, but we're also still in high demand for rentals as well. We're in high demand for everything, actually. Mm. So it's it's a lot of fun. So if anyone's interested in listening to me, it is the time to get your license. It is such a great, <laughs> fun time to get your license. And it's a fun time to work with all of us at ERA One Source Realty. I think that's been the nice part, too. And all through this corona thing, it was so nice. We, all the agents kept in touch. We did weekly meetings with the office, all the agents on a weekly basis every Thursday staying in touch exchanging ideas and getting everyone together and keeping the morale alive because it's it is disheartening when you can't do your job and it's frustrating yeah. so yeah but we we pulled through and you know that morning it was vetoed as still not essential and then that afternoon it became essential, and it was effective immediately. And I think it was like opening the floodgates. We all went running. And, you know, then yeah. there were certain processes we had to get in line. So that was, you know, getting over that and getting reading through everything because Pennsylvania Association of Realtors, PAR, did um, supply us with those two forms I was talking about earlier, which is uh, protecting the safety of our clients. So we had to read through everything and make sure everyone was aware of what exactly they were having their clients sign, which is important. Well, I'll tell and, you, and that, like, uh, that lobby group, what is, what is it you call it, the Pennsylvania Association of Realtors? Yes. Man, did they do a good job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like you said, you in the morning... Now. Yeah, in the morning you weren't essential, and in the afternoon you were. All right. Yeah, and Leah, the other thing, the, the other thing we know with our local board, you know that things are back in action because they start their, they started their emails again for your dues. Oh, <laughs> I said today, okay. I got, I got my first. Geez, I got my my email today, and I'm like, oh boy, you can tell everything's back in action. But in fairness. They did. They did work with everybody, um, which they would have to, because there was no business. They they did suspend those, you know, the the, the payments um, twice. So you know that was a good thing. So um, yeah, that's funny. Here you go. Here we go. Everything's back in action. Right. I think it's no holding back. I'm so happy. 
now I'll hold him back. It's all good. How is Sunita? How how is Sunita feeling about all this stuff now? She must. She's always. I have to say, on all of her posts and anything she sent email wise and anything personally on Facebook, she's always been very upbeat. As are all um, other brokers that I've, you know, who I happen to be friends with um, and owners. Very professional and very well done. I have to give it to them in this industry, Leah. It's been a collective, um, uh, positive uh, uh, put out that every right. everybody follows the same rules. I want to also say before my time ends that there were all of our realtors were still working remotely and virtually and working so hard during this time. I have to say there were multiple people that were putting sight unseen offers in and still pulling through and getting contracts written and getting yep. their people homes virtually, completely virtually. You know, whether it was sending a picture of a picture or taking a video from the <laughs> homeowner or, you know, what we could do that we had through all of our virtual and technology services, which that's the one thing I have to say, being part of ERA and having the technology you have, that really was a big deal. And that is something that, I have to say we really got on our game and got everything done. But I want to commend all our realtors because they were home too, no matter what. That's yeah. great. It, it is. It's been everybody's been really doing a great job. Well, Leah, just because we're out of time, so tell everyone how they can get in touch with you or anyone at ERA. Sure. You can visit us on the web at era one the number one dot com. Our home office number is 570-587-9999. You can personally reach me at 570-947-9250. And we are on every form of social media you can imagine, either ERA One Source Realty or ERA One Source on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Okay. okay. Well, thank you for joining us. Good luck to everybody out there. I'm glad you're back in action. And um, have a great weekend, everyone. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Be safe and please be nice. Bye. 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 This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.